0: everybody well welcome back to another episode of the blazer victory podcast john duncan here and of course i'm joined as always with my co-host darren smith and jimmy marion and uab gets the dub 34 to 24 over temple and improves to four and seven on the year and three and four in the american athletic conference but before we start talking and recapping this game this game recap episode and all game recap episodes are brought to you by Cahaba Brewing Company uh right now well not right now but right after we finish this episode I'm about to have me a Cahaba Pale Ale one of my favorite beers from Cahaba one of their staples but you can't go wrong with any of their core beers whether that's the Lager Pale Ale um or the Okauba IPA so many good beers um if you have not had the Blazer fans you may not had the chance to check out the Tap Room Go visit the tap room, or go to CahabaBrewing.com to check out all the great beers that they have and go to a supermarket near you and get some. But thank you again to Cahaba for sponsoring all of our game recap episodes. But guys, UAB gets it done. Early on in that first quarter, I was starting to have my doubts. But give this team and coaching staff credit. I, I might be going out on a limb here correct me if I'm wrong guys but that second half was the best second half of football from UAB this season Darren would you agree
1: I don't think it's a question <laughs> and you know what do you know like to me the thing that solidified it honestly was how we won the game at the end yes, yes. we actually did what we wanted to do against Navy you know we ran the ball and we ran it effectively. Um, how, how one time for Demetrius Battle that that touchdown eight ball, was, hey, he gave <laughs> that ball like four or five eight. times in a row to eight ball, and he stuck that in the end zone. You love so, to see. It. So I was able to watch it on TV, and that defender was unblocked coming off the edge. He just like threw him off, like, "Hey, I'm 240 pounds. How much do you weigh, sir?" You know, and it was like three defenders that collided with him, and he still was able to. Lunge forward and reach out. That was a grown man running. Lee BB looked good. Lee BB runs a lot like Young Bell. So patient. Kind of set up his blocks and then he hit. I love how he runs. But the guy that I really wanted to shine, he absolutely, he absolutely did it, was Skull, man. Uh, Skull went crazy on the ground. Just decisive runs. Those That dead leg, cut back, that patented move that he always hey.
0: He said that UAB wasn't going to lose on senior day. Hey, the way he played, running the ball, blocking, blocking I
1: mean, oh everywhere. That, that, uh, that, that Zeno scrambled for a first down when he absolutely murdered. The- Skull is 195. I don't they he's listed at that. He may be 185, 180. Yeah, This dude is all heart. He is all heart. I love school. Like, just to be, you are three and seven. You don't, you can't play for a bowl. You know, you you are a guy that has NFL. You know, you got dreams of going to the NFL. And he he goes out there and plays like he plays like this is national championship. Like you can't ask for more from a player. And I just want to give him his flowers. He he has uh, one more game left as a Blazer. Seems like school has been here forever. I'm just appreciative of him, and I hope the best for him in the future. He's gonna have a full Blazer Nation behind him as he goes forward. But yeah, shout out to to the staff. Shout out to the defense. People love the crap on yes. the defense. Defense yes. held him. Is that the lowest we held a team this year? We held him to the twenties. It was twenty-four. Yes. Well,
0: well, Navy would have been twenties if it weren't for the pick six. But I was. I you you really look outside of. Three or four big plays. Defense did the job, man. They defense look. That's the second week in a row that people have got to give props to C. O and that defensive staff because they came to play. And folks, if if you if you listen to our pre- Temple preview, you knew. But if you didn't. This Temple offense was one of the most explosive offenses in the conference and country under E.J. Warner. And Darian and Jimmy. well, Jimmy, Jimmy, I thought they had a really good game plan defensively wise to shut down E.J. Warner. They put the pressure on him.
1: I'm looking at Jimmy. Jimmy looked like he got some good stats. Some, some, hey, Mr. Stats. stats. I'm got just go. trying to cook
2: over here. I'm, let, I'm letting y'all get started, but I wanted to start with the second half performance because John called it out. Uh, obviously UAB outscored Temple 24 to 10, in the second half. And that's the only the second time this season UAB has outscored an FPS opponent in the second half. The other time was against Louisiana uh, earlier in the year, but we know that was garbage time late, right? Um, and what really impressed me you know, with the game plan offensively is, is how balanced the attack was. Darren called out uh, just the play of, of Skull, the play of Lee, BB um you know this was actually the second time this season that uab rushed for more yards than it passed and the only other time that happened was against memphis we know that was game script wise uh you know when Zeno did not play in that particular game but yeah the defense uh transition over there i thought that they were flying around that was a season high non-pass deflections for the uab uh defense and there was key three and out so uh to start the second half speaking of second half the defense came out and had a big three and out to set the stage right and then you add another three and out that was the second and last temple offensive possession uh where uab came up with a stop and then in the last temple possession came up with the int uh by ricky lee and so um you know one guy we haven't talked about yet and uh, you know talking about another uab defensive true freshman was Rusall right so he really to me Uh, was the player of the game, in my opinion. He had five tackles. He was credited for a half tackle for loss, a fumble, uh, recovery, two pass deflections. I don't know if they counted the one that went off the back of him as a pass deflection uh, when Temple uh, QB was trying to throw it up the seam, but he had one that went off his back. Um, And he also had an impact. I don't know if you remember this one, Darian, where he just came through on third and five. It was after UAB had the uh, defensive penalty late in the ball game, and he came through and really rushed Warner on the third down. So I thought that he was uh, just all over the place. And last note in the UAB defense is looking at the score. I'll never forget when uh, we were on an earlier episode and Darren was looking back at the North Texas uh, box score from last year and you were reading off all the guys that were credited with tackles that are not on the UAB roster this year. Well, this game, uh, eight of the nine top tacklers are set to return next season. At least they still have eligibility remaining. So uh, not only. Uh, Did the defense play well, but it was a lot of guys that still may return for, you know, next year for the Blazers.
0: Hey, you love to see it. And real quick, Darren, I know you got something to say. I just wanted to what Jimmy was saying. Defensive staff adjustments. Temple was four of eight on third down in the first half. Did you look at what that end result was? Five of 15, so in, one the of seven half, in the second half, one of seven in the
1: second John, half. John, turning into Jimmy right mm-hmm. now. Let's Whoa. go, baby. Let's hey, go. and
0: we'll we'll say this too.
2: What about the UAB offense? Uh, You know, their ability to convert on third downs. They were five of eight on uh third down in the second half at 63% as well. So on both sides of the ball, third downs was key for UAB.
1: And I wanted to ask y'all, y'all were there, and it was kind of hard to tell because I couldn't. you couldn't get a pre-shot of the defensive backfield. Was Ricky Lee in at safety, or was he in at slot?
0: He was at safety, and Ricky Lee played a hell of a game. Wouldn't you say so, Jim? Because he was ever, like, yeah.
2: There was the one where Warner, he got, the defender got behind him, Warner overthrew the receiver. That could have been a touchdown. But outside of that, and I don't know if that was just in the second half, because that was one of the early things I recognized, John. The second half was Ricky Lee back uh, deep. So I don't know if that was an adjustment or if he was doing that in the first half as well, but they definitely found a way to get Ricky Lee on the field in addition to their other, uh, you know, uh, defensive backfield.
1: Yeah, man, I I just think in the second half we played way more of a complete game. Um, we were able to get the run ball, the run game going. Um, I think our defensive staff and the I just, I think the players just the players played way more aggressively, like um in the first half we it kind of tick you off but it's almost like if you want to throw short we give up five six seven yards a pop we start taking that away you know and um and i think that's what set up the d-mac when d-mac got the double move put on him um i think he got set up because they had been throwing short so much and he that's but that's what happens when you play football like i don't want people to be looking at like oh man what are our dbs doing you play football man like Sometimes you get I love what Marshawn Lynch said. He was like sometimes you get got sometimes you get it, but the, the, the key is to get them more than you get got, right? And D Mac got his more than he got got this game. So shout out shout, I just I just want to give them their flowers because they've been they've been crapped on so bad so much and this is the same team that went and put 32 on navy. We couldn't score a down on Navy, right? So um Shout out! Shout out to the game, and we we actually started getting some pass rush going, and that was that was key. Um, I think that really affected. Now we did have some coverage sacks. I know Desmond Little, um, and I think Nikita Easton combined on one coverage sack. But I just I just want to I just want to give props. It was cool to see Corey Milliner make a play. I was like, oh, I saw Cam Shanks in the game, um, number twenty eight. I saw. Um, I mean, it was cool to see Lee B Redshirt freshmen, like, we talking about freshmen. We saw Amari Thomas. We saw a lot of freshmen um, get out there and do their thing. Um, I think the only negative, honestly, in the game was probably one position on the offensive line. I don't like calling out players, but it was kind of like, you know, it was out there. Um, and I just hopefully against North Texas, we see that improve because it's been two games in a row. Um, yeah. Hey.
2: I'm glad you brought up the true freshman, Darren, because that's something I want to talk about, too, is that it's been a it's been a theme all season. Right. We've seen these guys get in the field and then you're you're talking about now in this Temple game in a really important game to close the year out right on senior night and and really some of the impactful plays that were made. And in fact, it was one play in the first half, right, where there was a forced fumble and recovery by two true freshmen going at it on that one play with Bracey and Russo we've talked about Ricky Lee Tyler Thomas got on the field and in record to tackle Merryweather was out there Waller played good shanks I'm glad you brought him up because he was in there he didn't record any stats from what I can see but he got his fourth game in now that he can redshirt uh, and retain this year of eligibility and in the the milliner touchdown actually missed it I looked away and, and no, it wasn't the now. It oh wasn't. excuse me the it long reception you're right yeah 59 yards um so i mean that was huge too why don't we talk about that a little bit darren because for me i thought that that play isn't that the drive that set up the eventual lee bb score was it It, that same drive
1: and we were really stagnant we were really feeling that uh it was like a hangover from the navy game we were still we didn't score at all in the first quarter i believe and it's like we were I don't know, you know, sometimes you can get into a certain mood and it's hard to get out of that mood no matter what you do. Like let you you and your wife get into it. It's like a blast.
2: I felt that way during the UAB football season a few times, Darren. I felt (laughs) like I've been in the mood.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so that that was our offense. We know how good our offense is or can be, right? And and then we had that navy game after that awesome FAU showing from our offense, we didn't score a touchdown. And
0: <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Joe, I gotta be a dad for it. Like. Hey, hey, hey potty train is for real, man. I just went up because I heard screaming, so I knew something had happened, and my daughter Nora was like, No,
1: oh, I pooped on the floor.
0: <laughs> so yeah, shout out to my wife for dealing with this while we're recording, yeah. You know, Elizabeth <laughs> and, and Nora Nora for stepping in too. So
1: hey, respect I, to man. <laughs> uh, I think I think I really want to talk about, I think. What was so important that I was able to see on the broadcast was Trent interactions with the players. In particular, with Skull. Skull is like the leader of the team. I don't care what nobody says. You can tell he's the heart and soul of the team. And to see the admiration between the two, it was a mutual respect. It was this is a three and seven now, four and 17. But to see that it mattered, it meant something. You got recruits. If I'm a recruit on the side, we had a lot of recruits at the game. Um, <laughs> shout out to Jimmy because people just say stuff in, about about recruiting and they don't know what they're talking about. But, Who uh, was
2: referring <laughs> to verbal commits for UAB football? <laughs> I didn't even know that verbal commits covered football recruiting.
1: Hey, but but we're gonna have um, hopefully soon we're gonna have a Patreon about that uh, to to help educate um about what's going on but uh but uh if I'm a recruit and I'm watching that I don't care about the record I don't care about the crowd looking skimp What I care about is I see a coach care about the players even even when all the chips seem like it's down right you got a coach that cares and you see the players respond to me that means something so shout out shout out to Trent and I, I just thought that was important. That was important for us to see as fans as well.
0: Definitely well said. Um, because sometimes being at the game, I mean I saw that a little bit, but I'm glad you you got to catch up on the broadcast and hopefully they zoned in on it too to Did
2: you set, mention yes. about embracing Ricky Lee too, Darian? I know you're talking about school, but you see him embracing Ricky Lee as well after that pick.
1: Yep, and that's gonna yep. be one of your defensive nice. leaders, you know, next yeah. year going forward, right?
2: That's exactly right. Yeah. Well, one guy we haven't talked about yet is T Palm. We gotta talk. We gotta share a little bit of love for hey, T Palm, right?
0: Shout out to T Palm, man. That's my boy. Um, and I don't know. So evidently, spinning the ball is a fifteen-yard penalty for now. Like that was I've never, so
2: costly in the in, the, in our text thread. Was the I was dance. like, oh it, my it, gosh. He, he didn't
1: even do it at ball. a they, they they He just the yeah. Yeah. They said it was the dance. They, I what? mean, they're
2: they taking
1: play. the fun.
0: We can't yeah. have they can't have fun anymore. Like what? What are we like? Real talk. What? Are, what are we? 16, 17? Okay. We don't have any temple listeners. Obviously, UAB won the game, and officiating has to be discussed because I felt like you know I was at the game. I, Darren, Jamie, I don't know how y'all feel. You know, watching that second half. Uh, but I think this was the worst officiated game that I've seen of all of the season. It really felt like conference USA officials again because I. And, and and I don't that would obviously did not determine the outcome. But you mentioned a 15 yard penalty like that that allowed the kickoff to be pushed back, and then of course they got a good return to the 50 yard line, and then they got a good pass and they scored on that drive. Yeah. You look at the pat- defensive pass interference call live that didn't look like a defensive pass interference because the ball was tipped and intercepted. So I don't see how you can call pass interference on that. Uh, you can call holding defensive holding, but if the ball was tipped before it got to them, it shouldn't have been defensive pass interference. So there were a couple really strange calls that kind of went to temp temp towards Temple's way that it didn't end up ha- having an impact on our having the on the final score, but it impacted that game for sure.
1: But shout out but, to the players for pushing through that because yes. we got penalized. What was the final penalty
2: tally? We had nine. I think it was two to nine. I wasn't gonna say that Temple. I, I agree. It was there were some questionable calls, um, but Temple you know, is not a highly, you know, penalized football team as well. So I'm not necessarily as surprised that Temple didn't get a lot of penalties, but I will agree with you, John. Some of the ones that we got uh, were, were definitely questionable.
1: Oh, and we and don't, don't – the,
2: yeah.
1: the fish play. I yeah. know. Oh, the fumble! Hey, he grabbed that ball. It I looked like he it snatched how.
2: it. He thought he snatched it. It looked like it was it starting was, to come that out.
1: That was, said a it was good. confirmed. How are you going to say it's
0: confirmed? Good. Mm-hmm. Like you at least stand stand with the ruling on the field that it wasn't a fumble that he was down, but they confirmed that call. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's crazy. I don't agree with that.
1: There's no way. And then my other gripe was the the uh, the tush push the quarterback on the fourth. Oh back. yeah,
0: oh, you said it in the text thread. Yeah.
1: How long? I mean, typical they're gonna blow
0: that play dead. Like, but they let them. Like it felt like ten sec. I mean, I know. It's was
1: sat there. When did you like you, you supposed to call to, like blow, blow the whistle? Ain't like. How long do you got to just sit there and do this in the crowd? Trent, Trent was hot. Trent was hot. That wasn't a touchdown. So to me like F the penalties. Those yep. two calls, I was like, "Come on, bro." Like, I don't know. And then um they almost missed. He was clearly down when uh when they had a uh, the running back he broke mm-hmm. on a draw play. Yeah. He was clearly down and then they let him keep running. I was like, are they because they almost got the playoff. Mm-hmm. They almost, they almost like, Are y'all gonna review it? Like, those three plays really drove me, bro. Like, I could have called that play down, but despite all that, we came out, we prevailed. Um, T Palm had an awesome game, Jacob Zeno had a really good game, school had a All of our running backs had a good game. Shout out to Corey Milliner and everybody else that made a. I got scared in the beginning because uh TJ Jones <laughs> he dropped that, that oh
2: <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a fumble because I was just sitting there and I was like, oh wait, it's an extra yeah. pass. I was definitely like, oh no, not again. Hey, yeah. Speaking of turnovers, guys, so that was the first time that UAB did not turn the ball over in a game this season.
0: And uh, got the
2: dub. Now we talked about it in the pregame though that you know uh Temple is like basically worse, you know, in FBS and turnover margin that they don't they're 131st ranked in in terms of takeaways per game, but that's okay. Like we needed to have a game in which we did not turn the ball over, and trust me, we needed it. And uh, also, we also talked about on the on the preview that in Temple's seven losses coming in this game, they're allowing 509 yards per game and they are allowing opponents to convert on 53% of third down opportunities. Remember, we are talking about the vast difference because in their three wins, they're only allowing opponents to average 262 yards a game and convert on 24% of their third down opportunities. And we already talked about third down, but UAB offense did have 505 yards, and that was the third time this season that UAB offense has eclipsed 500 yards. And no surprise, UAB has won all three of those games, South Florida, FAU, and then –
0: Hey, I just realized too, Temple only had 55 rushing yards. So they don't even try to run. Well, I know they don't, but still. It's well, <laughs> good for these well,
1: deep because they tried to they tried to like twenty
0: they had like
2: twenty-four carries or something. It was low.
1: In that first quarter, they were running the ball on us and they ran tough. They were like breaking tackles and dragging dragging guys. Like they were running. I was worried. I was really worried. Like, oh my God, wouldn't Temple run on us, that's not a good sign. But We shut all that down. We started realizing that, hey, we can beat up on this offensive line. Not only is that offensive line not good, but they were injured. And I I really Mm -hmm. think our our defensive line really took took control of that. And as we started running, running the ball really helped our offensive line. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we were struggling on the left side and pass protection. But um, once we started running the ball, That really did it. I think one of the key play that I want to point out was that play action pass to Terrell McDonald. Oh, yeah. Because we were running down down that throw, it was the perfect play at the perfect Mm -hmm. time. He
0: slipped to the side. That was perfect, Mm -hmm. dude.
1: That was perfect. That is is what – I know that's what they want when they say um, how they want to set the run game to set up the pass. But I think we did a good job of having a pass or just mixing it in a lot. Like the Mm -hmm. play calling was so much, but we took deep shots. Um, We took a couple of a couple to T-Palm. We had the one to Corey Milliner like I loved. um, We had the pass interference on T-Palm, I believe. Yeah. So those deep shots and then we had intermediate routes like we really mixed it up. And we had some plays on. I saw some shots on second down, second and seven and stuff like that. Like so we really mixed it up. And I think that we had them on balance. So at the end of the game, we were able, we warmed down, we were able to run the ball. And that was really, really pleasing to see. I know I know Temple, well, they did a good job against Navy, you know, yeah. um, trying to run the ball. So we were able to run, run it down their throats. Good job, Mort. Good job, Sione. Because I know y'all like to give them. I, I just like to see growth. Yes. And it's cool to see in-game growth. We actually had a good second half. Like let's celebrate it, y'all. Let's not let's not nitpick it. We don't. We need to celebrate these wins. Yes. And you know we got the battle, the battle for five wins coming next week. I actually think that's gonna be a tough game. And I, I hey, think. I think I think both of those teams gonna come in trying to really win that game. Yeah. So. Hey, let's I, get that first first
0: road win, man. We got to get that first road win.
1: If you can.
2: If you can, we talked about it. that'd be three out of the last four first road victory you get that out of the way for this coaching staff you beat the over on the four and a half there's a lot of reasons to still um you know be rooting for uab to get that win next week in Denton. yes
1: sir definitely hey before we
0: wrap shout out to matt quinn two of two on phil goes
2: yeah he, he hey what about good. the punting the punting too, Patrick Foley, hey, yeah i would envision this was the f- well i would envision without looking at that this was one of the first games in which we won uh the battle for field position even with that late you know long return that started temple at the uab whatever it was 41 like there were several pinbacks like in the 10-yard line uh that were important while uab offense was still trying to figure itself out
1: definitely and i know we're gonna talk about it later especially with our preview of north texas but i think it'll be so important it'll be so key and i know people like whoa it's two four and eight like now four and seven teams like nobody cares, but we care. Let's get that out the way. Secondly, I think it'll be so inspiring for the players that's coming back next year if we are able to end the season winning on the road against a pretty decent team. Um, I, I think it'll be a, a just a great thing to for the staff to show something to themselves that hey, we are growing. You know, what if we hold them to 28 points or something like that, 35, 28? Like, if that's possible after this win, I'm really, really excited for next year, especially if we get a road win. Just one. Just let us get one for the season. We finally closed out and had a good second half. We ran the ball to end that game. We iced the game. Mm -hmm. Now can we finally put it all together and win on a road against a decent team to end the season, I don't care what the record is. We'll beat the over. We we'll have the over, and we win on the road against. That put the,
2: us at that put us at I think four and four in the American play too at five hundred in the American play, which would be good. So, yeah, that, that's certainly going to be good. I'm looking forward to previewing that one because if you're looking for offense, that's going to be an offensive uh, game for sure. Hey, one other note about the UAB defense is that they did this without Michael Moore. Michael Moore has been. Uh, a key player for us all year long, and uh, I don't know what the status of his injury is. If there's any opportunity for him to come back for that final game, but yeah. another man
0: down for this UAB team, and they still uh, figured it out. Yeah, and it sucked too seeing Tyreek Howard go down um, today. I don't know if he got back in uh-huh. late. Did Did y'all notice? I don't. I don't think he got. He got back <laughs> yeah. in no he didn't Smalls
1: so, is still
2: out too interior defensive up. line he's been yeah. out for a while so
0: he's been out since U- UTSA or he's yeah. been out for a while and he
2: was coming yeah. he, he was coming on too he was we're going to we're going to continue to talk about in the off season just throughout the season how many players this UAB team lost there were so many guys looking on the side and it's like oh there's Isaiah Jacobs he was killing it you know there's uh iverson hooks he was killing. i nah, no. <laughs> we
1: lost our starting guard we lost our starting linebacker like oh we my were gosh the guys living and right bro yeah
2: so i'm right there by the tunnel when the team comes out you know the team rushes out and then you have all the guys that are in their warm-ups right because they're not dressed and i'm like oh there's tater Reeve. there's trey badoski you know with his his <laughs> sling on there's Man. logan moore who's not dressed out there you, you know brendan moran's not there it's like damn the right side of this line you know, all of them are in, you know, their, their warm-ups and street clothes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> not only are we young, we're injured. Like, oh, man.
0: And, and folks, you know, some we, we hate to talk injuries because everybody is beat up. But this team has been beat to hell. Like, this, like, they are battered and bruised. Like, if we can just. You know, you win next week, get to the offseason, get strength and conditioning going again, you know, and I, I think they'll be better next week. And you've got so much, you know, injuries suck, but that also allows opportunities for younger players to play a lot more and gain valuable experience. And, you know, I know we might have lost a couple red shirts, but hey, this has been great experience for those young guys, especially on defense.
1: Yeah, and most likely we, we lose a, we lost some red shirts, but we'll have those guys for three more years. Like they're gonna be sophomores next year with a lot of in-game experience. Like they're not they're not the, the typical sophomores, right? So in the offseason, one thing I'm really excited about and I'm kind of interested to see is like what transfers we get because I think we have a good snapshot. Like this coaching staff, remember they haven't been here for a year, right? Like so they were able to see and uh, assess what we have now wow. you can say okay we really need to fill in this spot we need we need immediate help here here and here and now then you get all those uh, one thousand guys that we had redshirted we get those guys back we get the injured guys back and all of a sudden it's a lot more talent to work with on the field
0: definitely
1: all right guys we're at 30 minutes Thumbs up. Are we good? Are we clear. We.
0: Uh, hey, shout out to Mari Thomas. Happy birthday, man. Uh, today's his birthday. Happy so birthday. Yeah, sh- shout out to seventeen. Turn eighteen.
1: Shout. Shout out to Blazer Nation, man. We we've been on a roller coaster all year. Like everybody, we have the coaching staff. Uh, Coach Gilstrap got yelled at. Got publicly. All of that stuff happened. He's still there. Like shout out to him. Just shout out to everybody for persevering. We at the last game yeah. next week. We got a good win. It was just good to have uh, fans. Let's just support the team. Like, you know, let's let's just try to be positive going forward. We've been really negative. We've been down this dark vortex. Let's change that around and let's uh, really root for this team because I really think we'll have something brewing for next year.
0: 100% agree. All right, Jimmy, send us out.
2: Hey, good vibes only. Y'all enjoy this Saturday night. Blazer Nation, just blaze.